Welcome to the 90-second content marketing lesson presented by Printmail Consultants. Here's your host, Mike Porter. In the last lesson, I explained that lead scores can have both a demographic and an activity component. We've covered the demographics, so let's talk about the activities. This lesson is a little longer than usual because I want to give you nine suggestions about what you can measure and why those measurements are important. Contact activities are any actions your contacts might take to indicate a higher level of interest in your company, a positive perception of you, or movement closer or further away from purchase decision. Setting up the contact activity scoring for any organization is a customized effort, but there are some items we can talk about here that in general probably apply to your situation in some way or another. I'll give you a list of actions and share with you the point value that I assign them for my own company. The first is email opens, that's one point. Be careful not to weight opens too heavily. It is common to record multiple opens for a single email when some email clients use preview windows. Giving opens too much importance can inflate the scores of contacts unequally. Email clicks, that's three points. Anyone who takes the initiative to click on a link in my emails is more engaged than those that do not. There is a way to add more points for visiting certain URLs, such as a pricing page. Email forwards, that's five points. Contacts only forward material they think is useful, so this tells me I'm on target with relevancy. Survey, five points. Taking a survey means spending some time with my material. That represents interest and loyalty. Bounces, negative five points. Hard bounces, when the email address doesn't exist, will keep me from emailing them again. Soft bounces aren't so harsh, but the message didn't get through, so my opportunities for developing a deeper relationship are diminishing. Unsubscribe, negative 10 points. People unsubscribe for lots of different reasons, including just having too much email. It doesn't necessarily mean they aren't interested in my company. Spam complaint, negative 20 points. Okay, reporting my email as spam does send me a message. They really don't want to hear from me. By the way, it pays to make it easy for contacts to unsubscribe so they don't hit the spam report button as a way to get off the mailing list. I wrote about that in one of my Customer Retention Now newsletters. Event attendance, 7 points. Now, I don't do a lot of events. If you rely on webinars or in-person events to get content in front of your prospects, you may want to put a higher value on attendance. Social interaction. Five points. Anytime I connect with someone on my list through Twitter, LinkedIn, or some other network, they're helping me spread the word about my company, and that makes them more valuable. So that's the nine online actions I track that probably apply to your company, too. You might vary the point values, but the list is a pretty good start. Of course, there are other things to measure that happen offline or that might occur further along in the sales funnel. Depending on your CRM system, you might have to add those points manually. By the way, be sure to build in a decay factor. Contacts with recent activity are more approachable for additional lead nurturing or even a sales call than contacts who were active months ago but have gone dormant. I let activity points decay at a rate such that they lose half their value in 365 days. The length you choose will depend on your sales cycle. I hope these thoughts about lead scoring have been helpful. Once you set up lead scoring for yourself, you can uncover opportunities that you might otherwise have missed. So thanks a lot for listening, and I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for joining us. You can follow Mike on Twitter at PMC Mike or visit www.printmailconsultants.com for more helpful information.